Thank you, brother. Good evening, everyone. Very happy to be out tonight. Feeling good. I'm feeling good since the meeting last night. It was such a great blessing to me to see that poor blind woman receive her sight. And many others. I got an encouraging letter today that some lady probably is present now was telling me about some of the things that happened in her neighborhood yesterday after night before last meeting, how that the Lord restored a hearing to a woman that was been totally deaf for a long time. At the said claim the angel of the Lord came into the house where she was at and gave her her hearing and she can just very we'd like to have her testimony to write it out back there. And uh, so that's very fine and we're happy for that, just very happy. And <clears throat> so we were planning on was going to close the meeting Sunday night, but we decided we better not do it. Maybe we better go on just a little longer. Amen. We, was, we were going to, thank you. so much. That makes me feel good. The reason I was doing it was not because of no cooperation here, but it was in respect to Brother Freeman. You see, it. I didn't want to be holding the same time he was. And if I thought that I was hindering his meeting in any way, I, I wouldn't do it. But I, I I just had a little note a while ago, so I feel a lot better about it now. That it's, it's just got a little mixed up among some of the ministering brethren that uh, our meetings got twisted up and we got in the same city at the same time. And I'm sure we wouldn't want to do that, but we don't want you people to think that we're just trying to rush in on you. But I believe, like, I believe Jacob dug one well and the Philistines drove him away and he called it malice and he dug another one and they run him away and he called it strife. So he dug the third one and said, there's room for us all. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, my husband. So, when Brother Freeman and I was in that little city of Chicago, well, I left it alone, walked away, and we had, but there's room for us all in California. We got a big well here. Someone told me there's 450 square miles of this city, so there's plenty of room, isn't there? Lots of sick people, too. So, many of them come here for their health. and. I just trust that God will give us a great meeting here, both of us, and will bless the services everywhere, and all the campaigns and ministers everywhere, and tomorrow, the Sabbath, let's pray that God will just give many souls across the nations everywhere to his glory. After all, we're going home pretty soon, you know, and we're just getting ready now, so let's just keep all cleaned up all the time, but we don't know what time it might happen. And we love him, and I'm sure you love him or you wouldn't be here. And there's some little speck in your heart that you love God or you wouldn't come here at all. You'd be somewhere else. <clears throat> so we're happy that you do. So that last evening was such a, a great meeting, and, and this, tonight we expect to be another great meeting for our Lord. May he just add his blessings. And now. Tomorrow afternoon, the Lord willing, uh, I want to speak to you tomorrow afternoon. Just, uh, well, if you'd call it, try to preach. I, 
Because I told you the other time, I'm kind of a spare tar when it comes to a preacher, you know. I, it's when, you know, when you have a flat, you use a spare to roll in on. <laughs> but we haven't got no flat, but they're just going to use it anyhow. <laughs> so tomorrow afternoon, I always try to speak in the afternoon, and the people uh, take a, a missionary offering for me that uh, it helps the overseas missionaries uh, over in the foreign fields. I never knew what missionaries was till I taken a taste of it myself. It's glorious, but oh my, if there's anyone needs help, it's a poor missionary on the far-flung fronts there where he has to go up against everything, and especially those who are battling the battle with the supernatural. And so tomorrow afternoon, I believe that's 2.30, isn't it, brethren, is when we have 2.30 tomorrow afternoon, and we'd be uh, very happy for you if, if your church doesn't have service, now tomorrow's Sunday, and, um, and your own churches have service, so we'd be very happy if you don't have any service of your own that you would come. Of course, if you've got a service in your own church, that's your duty to stand at your post during the time of your service, every person at their church. But if you have no church and you is not having church at your place, come out and be with us. And remember again all the campaigns going on around over the city and everywhere. And God and pray that God will send more uh, reapers in the harvest, for we certainly need them. And so many of our dear people are sending the invitations to come and go to dinner with them. And, and oh, I certainly wish I could do it to for everyone. <laughs> and I would like to do that, but it's be kind of hard for me to do. I'm afraid if I go with one and not the other, it might make them think that I thought a little more of that one than the other one. I don't. <laughs> but I love all of you. And I want you to love me. And if we love the Lord, we'll feel that way about each other. <laughs> and then we'll... Someday, I'm going to go to dinner with all of you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Won't that be wonderful? I just think if the battle's all over and the smoke's died down, we come up, meet our loved ones, and then meet him. We set out the table across from each other. Won't that be wonderful? There'll never be a crutch or a wheelchair around the table. Never knows. Oh, won't that be marvelous? And then when we see all of that, I'm sitting along there, I look across the table and I say, well, God bless you, brother. My then we'll, we just have to cry a little bit. Don't you believe so? If we can, we'll just cry a little bit for joy. And then at the head of the table will come out our King and His Majesty. He'll walk down along all of us and put His arms around and say, You suffered much. You went through much for me. You wipe all the tears away. Now don't cry anymore. We're, it's all over. Oh, for that great time. That's why we're here, isn't it? Wouldn't it be wonderful to feel his arm around you and say, Now don't cry. Enter into the joys of the Lord. You fought a good fight. So while we're here and got this opportunity, let's make it a good fight, a real fight. Now I want to read some scripture and we're going to start right straight into the prayer line. So we can have good time. Let the people out early so you won't be late for your Sunday school in the morning. And we're trying to make a habit, if we can, letting out real early. And so the people can go to work and come back again. So for the following night, 
How many is here for your first time? Let's see your hands. Oh, my, that's wonderful. Let's give them a hand, all of you here. That's wonderful. Oh, we're so glad to have you here and get acquainted with you. I wish I could shake your hand and make you welcome. But I pray that the Holy Spirit will just put his arms around you and say, here's what he means, <laughs> that you're, you're welcome. And now, in the services, our services are a little different from usually in divine healing services that we come to. It's under the operation of a supernatural being who uh, met me a few years ago, and being a this is strictly a Baptist doctrine. Now, you hear me refer to a lot of times about being a Baptist. Now, I'm, I'm not a, a Baptist. I'm a, I'm a Christian. <laughs> I could still be a Baptist and be a Christian, understand. But, but not long ago at Little Rock, I, it was a man that had some crutches, and he was uh, been on them for years, and he got into the line, and the Lord healed him. Oh, he was so happy. and. He was just shouting, going down the street, one crutch hanging over the other, and testifying to everybody, down to the rock. And the next night he came back in the service, and he raised up, he said, Say, Brother Branham, I heard you say, I can't get this straight. He said, Now, said, when I heard you preaching, I was sure you was a Nazarene. That's what he was. He said, I was sure you was a Nazarene. He said, Then I seen all the Pentecostal people. And I said, No, he's Pentecostal. And here you say you're a Baptist. He said, I, I can't get that out. So that's easy, Dad. I said, I'm a Pentecostal Nazarene Baptist, so that's all right. <laughs> yes, God loves us all. Amen. Through his Son, we're all sons and daughters by being born again in the kingdom. And so I was truly, I, that's, I was ordained the Missionary Baptist Church and haven't been ordained in any other church since. But coming into the divine healing services, I make it an inter-evangelical, just an interdenominational for everybody just... God never questions in the line whether you're Methodist or Baptist or Catholic or what you are. It's your faith you're healed by. By your faith you're healed. And, but I wouldn't want you to think now this is just exactly a Baptist doctrine when I say that gifts and callings are without repentance. I believe that they're foreordained will of God. When I was a little boy, today that lady that made that picture of the little cabin that I was born in, that was very nice. And um, when I was born, there was a supernatural being came into the room, just about the size of one of those lights there. It followed me all the days of my life to this time. I didn't know what it was. I, my people before me were Catholic. I'm Irish on both sides, father and mother. And there's forgiveness for that, so I... I I have, and someone said, you being Irish and from Kentucky, too, oh my, that makes it all for so But God had mercy to me, and he made a Christian out of me by his son, Jesus Christ, and I'm so happy. And then uh, I became a Christian when I was a little boy, before a Christian. This would come to me and would speak to me and tell me things that were going to happen. Well, it would scare me to death. You know. I would be nervous and trembly about it. But it would—it spoke to me the first in a, a bush, just like a wind whirling in the bush. And it told me never to drink or to smoke or defile my body. There'd be a work for me to do. 
and down through life, I tried to live, be a gentleman, and I was misunderstood. Even my father said I was a big sissy because I didn't drink like the rest of the Brannons and, and so forth. But there was something in my heart wouldn't let me drink. It was Christ. And I have an idea, I may not be right on this, I think that God was preserving this for his people, that they might benefit by it. And I could figure no other way because by nature I was the other way. So all my people drink and so forth. And just like if you plant a grain of corn, if it's a yellow grain of corn, it will produce yellow corn. But unless there's a conversion made, and at this time God did it. And so then, later on, it would come to me and would speak to me and tell me things that were going to happen. Well, I stayed away from it. And after my conversion, my own church, the Baptist church, I took it up with some of the ministers and so forth. And they advised me to stay away from it. I never had nothing to do with it. It's wrong. So if anything comes to you, said we, them days of of the supernatural, and that's on the other side, said, so we live by the Word. And I read one day where the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. So I tried to push away. I went and I sat down and tried to consider it just the best way that I could. And I said, Lord, if I've been wrong, forgive me. And it came into the room and walked me that time a man, somewhat six foot tall, rather of an olive-looking complexion, dark hair to his shoulders. Weighed about 200 pounds in human weight and told me that I was brought to this world to pray for sick people. If I'd get them to believe and be sincere when I prayed, that nothing would stand before the prayer. I questioned the man. Uh, being poor, one thing, and I, uneducated, and I said, people would not believe me. I said, I couldn't make people believe me, and he told me I'd pray for kings and monarchs and so forth. I could hardly believe that. A boy with a grammar school education and to pray for and for kings and monarchs, I couldn't hardly believe it, uh, yet I knew it had never told me nothing wrong, but he was standing there. I heard the voice and seen signs. About twelve years ago, I was baptizing my first group after my one of my revivals at Jeffersonville, Indiana, where I lived at this time. My home is right there. And standing on the banks of the Ohio River where people had gathered out. And while I was baptizing, it was two o'clock in the evening on June, and the 17th candidate, I was baptizing in water at the Ohio River at the foot of Spring Street. And I heard something speak, and I felt something take a hold of me. And I looked up, and when it did, coming down from glory came this world, coming down where I was at. The Courier Journal newspaper packed an article of it, said a mystic star appears over a local Baptist pastor while baptizing in the river they couldn't make out. Oh, up to probably 10,000 people saw it as it moved down where I was at and went back up in the sky, stood right where it was and went back up into the sky. Well, I, many asked me what it meant, and I said, I do not know. But then when this came and he told me this time he looked, he was a man. When I told him that I was afraid people wouldn't believe me, he said, I'd be given two signs as the prophet Moses was given, to vindicate or to, in other words, make plain to you people or any people that I am telling the truth. That's it. 
Now, man can say anything, but if God doesn't speak back that that's true, then it isn't true. But if God testifies that it is true, then I would believe it. If God said so, I would believe it. Now, I want to, to believe that this is true, and he told me I would know diseases by taking hold of a person's hand first, if I'd be reverent and, and go on, it would come to pass at a certain time that I would be able then to know the things that people have done in their back life and, and be able to tell them what would be before them. And then while I, I studied a moment, he referred to the scriptures that I many times do about Jesus of Nazareth, knowing that he was misunderstood. And let me know that I would be misunderstood, and I am misunderstood by many. But I am very thankful that many have believed the message. And Jesus was misunderstood. There came someone to him one time, Nathaniel, went and got his brother. That's where this angel referred to. Uh, uh, Philip went and got Nathaniel. When he came, Jesus said, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no guile. He said, Whence knowest thou me, Rabbi? He said, Before Philip called you, when you were under the tree. And watch his heart. Now, he could have backed off and said, He's some kind of a trick to this. He would have never received the blessing that he did. But he said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of God, the King of Israel. And he fell down to worship him. And he gave God praise. His heart was ready to receive after Jesus had vindicated himself to him that he was what he claimed to be. Then a woman one time came to him at the well, and he talked to her a little while to contact her spirit. And he spoke to her, saying, Go get your husband. She said, I have none. He said, You said, Well, you have five. And the one you have now is not your husband. He said, I perceive that you're a prophet. And so forth, as uh, she went and told her people, Come see a man who told me everything I ever done. She was a little excited. He never told her all things, but he knew if. Now watch this. She knew, if Jesus knew that, he knew all things. See? That's right, he knew all things. If he knew that, God could reveal to him. Now, if you'll notice, my dear Christian uh, friend, fellow citizen of the kingdom of God, that Jesus testified while on earth that he did nothing in himself, that he only did what the Father showed him by vision to do. Is that true? That's right. Only by what the Father showed him, see. He said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing in himself. But what the Father showeth him, that doeth the Son. Did you notice when Lazarus had died? Jesus, they sent for him to come pray for Lazarus. He didn't come. He just went on. Wonder why. He had a vision that Lazarus had to die. So when he went on, he'll notice the scriptures closed. He goes on, they sent again. He never came. And on then, after he, he said, after a while, our friend Lazarus sleepeth, or he's dead, he told them in plain words. And so he said, but for your sake, I'm glad I wasn't there, but I go wake him. Now, according to his words of St. John 5, 19, the Father had already showed him what was going to take place because he said the Son can do nothing but what the Father shows him. Is that right? 
and at the grave watch his prayer. He said, take ye away the stone. So if he's going to raise, why take away the stone? The women had something to do, you see. He said, take away the stone. And he said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast already heard me, but I said it for these who stand around. Just a routine prayer and always just let you know. And then he called Lazarus from the, from the dead. Now, that same, and in our master doing those things and making those predictions and saying only what the Father showed him. Only he knew where two mules was tied one time. He knew where there was an upper room to be made ready and a man would be packing a pitcher. Well, I've been accused of being a spiritualist. I've been accused of being a medium. And somebody told me the other day that, said, do you belong to, uh, was there ever a group of people on this church called I Am or something like that? Somebody asked me if I am. I said, no, he is, and I'm his servant. <laughs> he said, aren't you holding a meeting up there where the I am? Well, I said, I am is still there. <laughs> I am, that's our Lord Jesus, our, our God, his Father. I am that I am. Now, that is misunderstood, dear Christian friend. By the grace of God, I am not none of those. I'm, I'm your brother. I am your brother. And I may not be blusterous and can tear down and build up and shake down like some great powerful preacher. I don't claim to be. And my timidness, I can't help that. That's the way God made me. I, I just have to be what I am. That's all. And this is the way he wants me to be. That's the way I have to be. And I only do as he says do. And first that would hurt me. One time at a meeting in Cleveland not long ago, there was a colored man walked up and said, Can I get a prayer card to have my fortune told? Oh my. To me, that was, I, I pray that God wouldn't hold that against the poor brother. He was drinking, but he, he, it, I trust that God won't. Remember, you could blaspheme the Holy Spirit there, you see. And although, friends, Satan has got something to pattern or impersonate anything God has. All of the things that he has, he had to impersonate God with it. But where there is a, a false, if they've got to be a true one somewhere for it to be made off of, or it wouldn't be false. Is that right? If you had a bogus dollar, well, there's got to be a, a real dollar somewhere, <laughs> or if it isn't, that's the original, see? And it will not be bogus. But Jesus was misunderstood, too. He was crucified. They called him Beelzebub, and Beelzebub, a fortune teller, a demon. Did you know Beelzebub was a devil? The prince of the devil. And they said his work, his, his doings, where he could foretell things and see things that was coming to pass, and he cast out devils, it was by the power of Beelzebub, who was the prince of the devils. They know his power was way above all the prophets. They know he was on a higher level than any of the prophets. For he knew and understood, and the Father was with him, and so forth, as he claimed. And God was confirming what Jesus was saying to be true, but the outside ecclesiastical world. The religious world was the ones who said he is Beelzebub. He cast out devils through the prince of devils. But did you notice the devils, when they met him, they said, Well, you know who you are. You're the Son of God. That's right. 
and they had to recognize his authority. Now, if they call the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will he call those of his disciples? You see what I mean? And I, I hope that I haven't given anyone an impression that I was here uh, to try to do wrong. I, <clears throat> I would rather go home and not try than to try to be a deceiver. Someone was in the building the other night, had a great strong feeling of that, that I was a deceiver. And so I knew it, and uh, I told my son about it, and today a letter came in from a lady that vindicated my boy, looked down and said, look at there, Dad, just watch it. I said, sure, I knew it was coming, see, because he showed me it was coming. I said, he was there the other night. Did you hear me speaking out? I'm not a deceiver. The man sitting back there, I knew he thought that, but I was a faker. Well, if I'm a faker, come prove that I'm wrong. That's right. See, I, I, I am nothing but a servant of, of the Lord, like you are. That's a Christian. See? And I, I can do nothing within myself, only what the Lord shows me, that I can do. I can't do no more than he shows me to do. And in these visions, he shows me things that will come to pass, shows me things that people have done for the first about two years. Or a little over two years, about three years, only way I could tell was when I held a person's hand and it would show a strange look on, on the hand. And perhaps God knew that that was going to cause a little confusion. Can I say something from my heart if it's all right? See, there was so many people went forth and had strange feelings in their hands afterwards, you know, and they got the wrong impression thinking you heal people by some feeling that you had in your hand, many would come to me and say, Brother Branham, see, you'll see if i got healing power. No, I tell you now, you haven't. The only healing power there is lays in Jesus Christ. That's right. That's all. That's all. The only thing you can do is point people to that, and that's all I can do or anyone else can do is to point people to Jesus Christ, who has already healed them. When he died at Calvary, he paid the supreme price for he paid all the redemptive blessings that he died for at Calvary, is already paid for before God. The debt is fully paid, and you're excused before God. You're taken out of the pawn shop. That's right. The only thing you have to do is accept faith in Christ and walk out of the pawn shop. That's all. He's our kinsman redeemer. Isn't that right? That God was manifested in the flesh to take our place, to be a kinsman to us, as in the book of Ruth and Exodus and so forth, how it preaches, teaches there of how the, we become kinsmen to God, and God came down and dwelt in his Son, Christ Jesus, to become kinfolks to us. And he was our kinsman redeemer, and a public testimony was to be made before Israel uh, at the gates as Boaz kicked off his shoes to show that he had firmly redeemed Neoma, and in redeeming Neoma he got Ruth, the bride. And Jesus, when he redeemed Israel, he got the Gentile bride. He made a public testimony. He is lifted up between heavens and earth as an ensign right outside the gates of Jerusalem. And there's where the supreme price was paid. There's where we was redeemed and all of our inheritance that was lost, our health, our strength, our salvation, all that was lost back there in the fall was redeemed at Calvary. There it is. And my brother, sister, it isn't how graceful you can pray or how much penance you can do at your faith to believe that he's done it for you that brings you forth. That's right. Every sinner is saved tonight in the sight of Jehovah God, but it will never do you any good 
until you accept it and believe it and confess it. And then he's the high priest of your confession to make it right before God. And any redemptive blessings, if you're weary, he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquity, the chastening of our peace is upon him. With his stripes we're healed. It's already done. You just accept it. Now, a minister can take the word and explain it. I'm uneducated. I don't know too much about the word only the plan of salvation and things that God has revealed to me. It never come by seminary or teachings. It came only by revelation of the Spirit. And what I know, I know that God gave it to me. And then, knowing not too much about the Word, he gave these other things that might be a confirmation to you people that I'm telling you the truth, and God knows of all the I've preached before millions, but there's never been a time that I've ever said that I had one thing to do with it, that all glory goes to Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who redeemed you back there. And I only can speak and say as he speaks and says. And I believe tonight, if I was leaving the building tonight to never to return again, I believe you people have to give a witness that's been in the meetings anywhere in the nation or out of the nation that knows that every time that the patient, when I sit down with a patient, no matter who they are, when or where, like the lady I met in the park the other day down here, she was coming across the park, she'd come from Illinois, and she was very sick, and she came across the park, and she said, Oh, Brother Branham, and she started over there, and I sat down by the side of her, and there the Holy Spirit went back, and she may be present now, I guess she is, and, and went back and told her all down through her life, sitting there in the park, see? And about, you've never seen a time, any of you, of what it told just what was matter with the patient and the things back in their life, what has been. Is that right? And that's, how many knows that's the truth? Now raise up your hands as a, as a vindication. See? Now that doesn't heal. That's just an vindication. See? That Jesus Christ is present. And the last two nights, friends, we have just turned the people loose on their own faith and bring them to here. And I've just tried to stand here and take the initiative side. And just when the people come, just keep from getting into it, uh, speaking to them, but just praying for them and pass them through here. And God has worked marvelous things for us. And I'm happy and thrilled over it because I can meet more people. Usually take them one by one, one by one. It takes so long to get in to the, to get uh, uh, the appropriate amount of people. But now, I'm getting to a place where I can take 50 each night. I believe before the week, next week, we'll be doing 100 or more each night. I believe that God can, and I want each one of you, when you come through here, regardless of your condition, I want you to accept Jesus as your personal healer and go out of here believing, testifying, claiming your healing before you feel or anything else. Now, the elderly lady last night that was blind. It got the poor old thing to the platform. Just as, of course, the anointing was hitting awfully hard. She was right in the first of the line. And I said, set her down. I thought I could get to her in a few moments. I seen she was blind, bumping into things. And, and they tried to set her down. She come through. And I put my hands on her and blessed her. And as she started on past, just as the Spirit turned her, it pulled me around. I knew it was over then. There she was, received her sight. Someone told me she's sitting back there reading and things like that since and how that God had blessed her, and how thankful we are, and others who has been deaf, and some that were dumb, and all different types of diseases has been healed in the meeting. Now we're expecting great things. I just happened to look at a little.
little lady sitting here, sick in a chair. Now, God be merciful to all. Now, I want to read some scripture right quick now so we can get our prayer line going. Are you ready to be prayed for? Have you believed with all your heart? Oh, may God bless you. Stranger in our gate, you may have not never seen the, the supernatural discernment of diseases. I don't know what the Holy Spirit will do. Uh, maybe he will catch someone in the line or someone ask me what's wrong or something like that in their life. There may be somebody sinful pass across the platform. They call me right there and stop it. Usually, after they've been in the meeting and seen so many of their things called out, they usually repent before they get to the platform and get ready because many horrible things have been told to people and so forth uh, over the platform. And you're witnesses of those things. Now, I want to read some scripture right away so that if my words will fail, I'm a man. But these words won't fail. This is God's word. It can't fail. Now, how many in here have faith in Jesus? Let's see your hand. Oh, wonderful. All right. How many believe he's the same today as he was yesterday and every day? Oh, that's fine. I want, uh, that's your faith. Now, I want to show you what else I want you to have tonight. The 14th verse of the second chapter of St. James, and I will read even the 26th inclusive. Listen close to the reading now. What does it profit, my brethren, though a man say that he has faith and have not works, can faith save him? It can't. If you believe God will save you, you've got to believe it and then confess it that he has done it before it will come. Then it works righteousness, you see. If a brother or sister be naked and, and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warm and filled, notwithstanding, ye give them those things which are needful to the body, what does it profit? Even so, faith, if it has not works, it's dead being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I'll show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest there is one God. Thou believest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But will thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? What? Was not Abraham our father justified by works? When he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar, seest thou how faith wrought with works, and by works was faith made perfect? And the scriptures was fulfilled, which saith Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see then how that by works a man is justified, and not by faith only. Likewise also was not Rahab the harlot justified by works when she had received the messengers and had sent them out another way? Now the last verse, listen closely. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Now all you with faith, 
and you're afraid to put it to work, it won't do any good. Why not? Why not just lay aside everything that's unlike faith? Believe and act on what you believe, not what you, what you feel or what the senses bear witness of, but what your faith bears witness of. Is that right? You have faith in God, and then act like you have faith in God. Now, if Abraham says, I got faith in God, but was afraid to offer his son Isaac, then his faith was no good. Paul justified Abraham by faith. Paul was talking about what God seen in Abraham. But James justified him by works. James was talking about what man seen in Abraham. See? God sees your faith. Man sees your works. And if you say you have faith and are afraid to step out and make works out of it, then it don't do no good. It'll never do you any good. You've got to believe it. You've got to accept it. And you've got to act like it, haven't you? You think it was the easy thing for me to come when that angel came to me and nothing like that as I know of since the days of the apostles had ever happened. For me to step out before thousands and sometimes as many as 25 and 30,000 people in a single meeting and say, and make a challenge of that type when they're set, look life, times, colliers, critics, doctors and everything trying to find one flaw with it. You think that was easy? But brother and sister, I believe God. Just what he told me, and it would be that way. And when I stood there and said, kings and monarchs of the country will be calling for me to pray for them, was that I believed it because he told me so. And the greatest king in the world sent me cablegrams to go pray for him, which is King George of England and different ones like that, and great man all over the country. Here there was a great man right here sitting here at war crutches for a long time, the congressman of the United States Congress, sitting here, Mr. Upshaw has sat here with a cripple for many, many years, sixty-six years injured. And here he is tonight without his crutches, without his chair, without anything, walking just as normally. The Holy Spirit is true. God bless. That's him with his hands up with some of you. I've never seen him. That's him here. How many ever seen, never seen Congressman Upshaw, the Congressman? Let's see you raise your hands. Well, he was at England for sixty-six years. He fell, and while standing here on the platform, when I walked up, eternal God, who is my judge, knows I've never seen or heard of the man in my life, not knowing I'm uneducated. If I'd had any education, I would have known this man. If I'd been in libraries and read books, and uh, he run for president, I think, in 1926, and he and a great man in Georgia, but I never knew him. And one night I walked into the platform here. Mr. Baxter just left the platform. I look hanging right out here, and I've seen the White House, seen all about it, begin to speak, and I couldn't tell, and I told Mr. Baxter, in a few moments it fell, and I seen where the man was sitting. I seen it was him, seen him get hurt when he was just a little boy, and he had been a cripple for all, and I started to leave, and uh, the Spirit of God began to fall, and a woman had raised out of a wheelchair, and some more things had taken place where the Holy Spirit revealing to them, and as I started, Mr. Cop here, the Brother Cop, the pastor, right there, and I said, go tell the congressman that God has healed him. I seen him going walking away. Here he, would you stand up, congressman, just so the people could see it? Here he is, the congressman of the United States of America that was a cripple for 66 years. Let us say, bless the Lord. God bless you, my brother. <laughs> Thank you.
And they could say nothing evil of it, for the man stood with them that had been laying at the gate for forty years, and this man was sixty-six years an invalid. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. How did Mr. Upshaw, I never seen him in my life. I know nothing of him. How did I know he was a congressman and who he was? But the Holy Spirit revealed it here at the platform. He revealed it. He makes his secrets known. Now, that's nothing to do with me. See, I just happened to be that I was born for that purpose. See, just like the pool in the water of Bethesda. It couldn't say, look what a great water I am. Or when the angel went off of the water, it was just water. <laughs> Is that right? That's right. Now, I'm just your brother by the grace of God. But when the angel of the Lord moves down, it becomes then a voice of God to you. Maybe if I offended you by saying that, forgive me. But I felt that might have been resented. But I am God's voice to you. See, I say that again. Uh, that time was under inspiration. See, and I, I felt bad about the first time, but it repeated it. Now, see, I can say nothing in myself. But what he shows me, I say it. You believe it, and watch what happens. See, he did, after studying in great meetings. Now, looky here. Mr. Upshaw here sat under Mr. Freeman's preaching. And Mr. Freeman, oh my, is probably a powerful man in scriptures. I do not know Brother Freeman only just by seeing his picture. But no doubt he's a wonderful man of God. And Oral Roberts, my, he's, I know Oral, and Oral's a wonderful man of God, a great preacher. And Brother Ogilvy, I've met him twice, a wonderful man. And Brother Upshaw sat there and those men praying for him. But what happened? It happened to be just the season. And then when he come along and he seen the, the supernatural moving. See, isn't it wonderful? God sends his word. Then he sends something to confirm that to back it up, you see. So we have all of it. And we ought to be thankful for it. Don't you think so? Now, he said... In his testimony, he said he believed that I had the word of the Lord was speaking through me, so down went his crutches and things, and away he went normally and whole. See, I would not have told that man that if first I did not know that God had told me so. See, that's right. And I'll try to be honest with everyone that I know how to be. And I'll, if there's, Jesus said, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Now, we can do that as the Father permits. Now, may the Lord Jesus bless you. And now, to some of you the strangers here, if the Spirit of the Lord, which is present, if he does not detect or say anything concerning the audience, why, or, or tonight, or anyone in the line, it, it's vindicated already by these people that it's true, because tonight, each day, today, I haven't, I've just tried to uh, stay happy and, and pray, and you know, and and uh, walk around and rejoice. When I get under the anointing, I lose, I'm losing on average about two pounds a day when, when, when you're under that anointing. I've lost at least six pounds, I think it was, or something, since I've been in this meeting. So today I've just tried to relax myself and just go out. It's something that does to you that takes the human part away. And therefore, we know you couldn't live very long like that. And now you pray, and I'll pray, and then when we line the people up for the prayer line, God, I'm sure, will hear prayer and answer. Shall we bow our heads? Dear Heavenly Father, I am very thankful tonight to have this privilege of being numbered among this group of Christians. 
this group of God-saved people, sons and daughters of God, that's on their road tonight to that great, happy region beyond the stars, beyond all sickness, trouble. I'm so thankful, Lord, that by the grace of Christ that you call me to be their brother. How thankful I am. And now, dear Father, I am very thankful that thou hast so witnessed to the people since the beginning and the things that you've permitted your poor illiterate servant to say, that showing that it was you speaking and not a poor unlearned person, that you've brought it to pass, a great man and kings of the earth, and I believe that more is still coming. And now, Father, it's my privilege to be here in California tonight, where great services are going on everywhere. Uh, your servant, Brother Freeman, is down at the corner there. You know where he's at, or you're with him. And I pray that you will heal many down there tonight. Grant, Lord, that many of those poor people, many of our colored friends are in there. God, I pray that you'll bless them and heal them tonight. May it be a great night. And we hear over at the temple the for your servant, Mrs. McPherson, touch everyone tonight of those poor, sick people that comes in to be delivered. Grant it, Lord. And all over the world, remember all your children tonight. Heal them, Father. Bless every minister and every one of your handsmaids and those who are trying to put forth an effort to, to get something done for you in this great harvest field. Bless them all. And then, Father, remember us tonight here in this little group tonight. We pray that many will be healed, many will be saved, many will be convinced of your presence, Lord. And may all of us, with thy servant included and all the ministers and all of us here, will go from the threshold of this house tonight a better Christian than we were when we entered, with more faith in you and more love for you, Father. Granted, these kind blessings, and if it be thy divine will tonight, Lord, that if there be some come across the platform who are crippled, and it be your will, which I believe it is, to give uh, healing to them immediately in the form of a miracle, spontaneously, that the people out in the audience might see and believe with great faith, I pray that it'll be so, Lord. But how be it? If not, when we ask you, we believe that we receive what we ask for. And, Father, I pray that you'll give them great faith, that they will not be disappointed, but will go from here happy, rejoicing, looking forward at any time, trying every minute of their life to walk better or to, uh, to see or whatever might be their trouble. And if it be your divine will to reveal the secrets of the hearts of any of them that's caused them to be in this condition, speak to your humble servant, Lord. Behold, I stand trusting that the blood of Christ will cleanse me from all my sins, that I'll be a channel that you can speak through this night to your people. Hear my prayer, Father, as I asked it with all the sincerity of my heart, in the name of thy Son, Jesus. Amen. Now, beloved Christian friends, I want all of you out there to be in prayer with me. All of you, many of you probably will not be in the prayer line. 
I wish I, I could. As the faith keeps building up, I believe we're going to try a hundred maybe tomorrow night, if the Lord willing. And then if we can go on for a hundred, if there's not too much of the discernment, then I can make it all right, you see. But I, and, and that, when it comes up, there's just many things. Now, when he starts playing that music right there, I can begin to feel it coming down. There it is. Look, Christian, a friend, I don't know where the, one of those pictures are, but you've seen it all of you, have you? Most all of you have seen the picture of it. It's back there again. It's been proved by the scientific world that it was an angel of God, by the best examiners America has, the FBI. Now, he's here now at the platform. It is true, dear friend. I don't know how to make you believe it, but it, it is true. And if you will not look at the man, your brother, but if you will look to what I'm speaking about, the Lord Jesus and his healing angel at the platform, do you believe God has angels of healing commission? What was it on the brass serpent? What was it on the water of the pool of Bethesda if it wasn't an angel came from heaven down? See? See? I'm not God's gift. The angel is God's gift. It came out of heaven. I came from the earth. And he came from heaven down to enshroud or enclose an earthly vessel to speak to earthly people, you see, that, that they, you would believe on him, not on me, on him, what I'm talking of. And by doing so, God will heal you. Let's call our prayer line now. What, what, what numbers or letters or numbers did you give out, son? 51 to 100. And what's that letter? U, still in use. All right. 51 to 100. Now, let's see. How many, let's see, is 51 prayer card here? Somebody raise up, uh, just raise up your hands, got 51 prayer card. Right there, 51 prayer card. Is 52 here? All right. 53 here? Now, that, that's the way you come. Now, that's the way just to bring them out. Now, I could, if you want to, we could bring those people up here, and God would just tell exactly what was wrong with them. Or I could call one out of the audience, or somebody without a prayer card, the anointing chair, the anointing of the Holy Spirit is here present now to heal. Now, how many, now call, uh, let's see. How many should way we could call the whole group at once? You all have faith. Now remember, you that's coming, you get right here, and when you pass here, you believe you're going to be healed. And the rest of you be seated just for a little. And uh, the lady in the the cot, you got a prayer card too, sister, have you? Just a moment. <clears throat> My son has just uh, told me. Now, them with the cots and wheelchairs and things, it's going to be called in the prayer line. If you line up right down here when I, we call your number, I'll come down and pray for you. You won't have to even bring you to the platform if you don't want to come or if they want to lift you up. I see the little lady here has got a, uh, looks like she's sitting in a chair. Now, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59, 60. You line right up along here, right in miracle order, just the way you are. Right. 
All right. Sixty? Is that about it? <clears throat> All right. Just a moment. I believe there's something wrong somewhere. Or someone to get the, the little girl. Is she? Wait just a moment. What, is someone to pack her over there? Just let the little thing sit there. You've got a prayer card, honey. You've got a right to be prayed for. Just a moment. Leave her sit there in there. See you. What do you think about this, sweetheart? Do you believe this is truth? What do you think that strange feeling is coming over you now is? That's the Holy Spirit, isn't it? You believe that, do you, honey? You believe what Brother Branham has told is the truth that the angel of God sent me to know these things? You believe that? I see you're, you're crippled or something. I believe you have one limb amputated. Is that right? Is that right? Yes, that's... Uh, I don't know you, do I, honey? I'd rather walk in there and see a broke kind of vision. Now, just a minute. Now, everybody be reverent again just a second. Now, look this way again, honey. I just want to contact... See, there's many people out there trying to believe, and that's... Uh, uh, yes, uh, you have... Uh, you've, uh, cancer did that, didn't it, honey? And that, uh, you've taken amputated your leg. still in your system, still going through. Isn't that right? I'm going to pray for you right now, honey. Our Heavenly Father, that poor little girl sitting there, I believe you're going to let her live, dear God. Have mercy upon the child, lovely little thing. Grant her healing just now. I pray this blessing in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Amen. God bless you, honey. What do you believe? You're going to get all right now? You believe? You accept it now? God bless you. That's fine. You are. That's right. Imagine. All those people in there are only about 20 in the morning. All of them. You 51 to 100. Every one of them. What do you say? I want you 51 to 100. And there's only 20 there. Oh, all right. 51 to 100. From 51 to 100, line up over that way. Just be as reverent as you can. Believe with all your heart. What was this? The card says cancer, that little girl. Oh, yes. That doesn't heal. It just, but I do believe with all my heart. I couldn't see the people was moving, so I'm going to get closer to the girl before I believe I... What one of the are healed? I see a white light, that same light goes around them. This blesses, it's like a blessing. I see it. And I believe the little girl's going to be all right. I believe she's all right, sister. I believe you have nothing to worry about, honey. You're going to get well. All right. Now, everyone, either kind of maybe a little, the ushers will see that they come kind of in miracle order because I don't know just how that these things will be. I just have to. to as the Lord moves on. Now, everybody reverent now. Now, how many of you back there in a prayer line now is going to believe with all your heart that you're, that you're going to be made well? 
believe it with all your heart, that you're going to get well. Do you now commit yourself to the Lord Jesus and say, I now accept you, my Heavenly Father, as my healer. And by your grace tonight, no matter what happens, when I am coming through that prayer line, I accept your blessings. And I believe that when hands are laid upon me that I'll get well. I'll never have a negative testimony no more. I'm going to believe the Lord. Will you raise your hand and say, I believe that and I now confess that? God bless you. Now, someone said one time to me, not to me, but to another brother, uh, a minister con- uh, attacked him and said, Well, that's a shame. He tells the people, Go to believe before anything's happened. How are you going to be healed except just by faith? Abraham believed God that he was going to let him have a child by Sarah, and it never happened for 25 years, and he grew stronger all the time believing it was going to happen. And we're the children of Abraham, is that right? All right, now everyone's just as reverent as you can be. Now, maybe that. The Holy Spirit, just a moment. Now, maybe it will give just a, a little of discernment so I can get under the deep anointing just for a moment. And, and then so the people can come through. And I believe that they'll come through and just believe by stepping into the pool of water. The angel of the Lord here at the platform, and he'll do it. Now, let's pray. Father, you know all things. I know nothing. But we... We pray that you will come now in a great visitation and bless your people and speak to them, Lord, just now and heal them. And may you give a manifestation that you're here and are as with your servant. Grant it, Lord, and may each one be healed in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right, be in prayer now. And if you will, now you bring the, your patient. Now, just a moment. Now, I don't know just exactly why then. How do you do, lady? Mm-hmm. That's kind of getting us up so that the patients coming through, you know, well, they would they would be able to to <laughs> hear the, I mean the people out there would hear the patients, you see is what I mean. And you have you come to be prayed for and you're Perhaps you know, wanting to know a little something about yourself, because that I, I I feel that there it's something that you're desiring to know your your conditions. You're nervous, aren't you? Extremely nervous. Haven't you lost quite a bit of weight too? I see a lady standing before me that's much heavier than you and. Say, aren't you a minister or something like that of the Word? Don't you teach or something like that? Yes, that's what I thought you were. Uh-huh. Um, do you believe now you're all tightened up all the time? What it is is uh, you've put yourself in a strain. You've been through quite a bit of strain anyhow. You started worrying not long ago. and looked like something happened to you that you got to just all tightened up. Now, that is nothing but the devil trying to hinder you. Now, it's uh, Satan trying to curse you and throw that before you. And as you mustn't accept it. You must throw it down and, and believe now. Is that the truth? They'll come here just a moment. Oh, Father, I thank thee for thy mercies and kindness. And I pray thee to heal our dear sister just now. Thou demon, leave the woman. Come out from her. In the name of Jesus Christ, leave her. I look at your sister. You accept it now. Amen. 
All right, go rejoicing and happy and get into the work of the Lord. Let us say praise the Lord now. The lady, the lady's going to get all right. Uh, she'll be all right. Uh, just a moment. Now, standing here to my side stands someone else. Now, everyone, come here, sir. Um, sir? Well, now, if you just look this away and believe me as God's servant. Now, we're, we're strangers in, in this life's journey. I, I do not uh, know you, my brother, no more than you're just standing there. And I perceive that when you walk up, there's a welcome spirit. And you're suffering, too. That's right. And you, you have a stomach trouble, isn't it? That's right. That's right. You're suffering. I see food come before you and then go away. So I know. Say, aren't you a minister, too? You're a minister of the gospel also. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. And, um, and uh, you're, you're a believer, aren't you, brother? And you want to be healed, don't you? You come here just a minute, my brother. Our Heavenly Father, I hold my hands on a, your servant tonight, Lord. And the Bible has said that if they lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. Satan, turn this man loose. You're trying to bind him. In the name of Jesus Christ, leave the man. Now, my brother, what has caused your stomach trouble has been something similar like the lady that just passed. It's a nervous condition. You've been nervous for quite a while. And lately, it's been worse than ever. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. And then you had lots of trouble that's caused this and so forth. Now, you go right on. I told you the truth. Is that yes, right? Certainly. You're a minister. Raise up your hand if that's true. That, that is true. All right. Now, you no way of me knowing that only through Jesus Christ. Is that right? Yes, right. You feel, now, being a, a gospel minister, there, you feel that there's something strange right here or a feeling of, of love. and like, Is that right? I, I saw the people will see that. That's I right. Do. Raise your hand. Now, yes, sir, now that is the angel of the Lord. That this minister is the witnesses, what he spoke to him. That's now, true, what true. more is this, the Spirit of the Lord? God in heaven knows I know nothing of the man no more. than. But standing here at the platform just now, as he walked up, I felt a welcome spirit. I said, you're a Christian believer. Now, that's the same spirit that said to our master, to Nathaniel, behold, an Israelite indeed, a believer, an Israelite. And who... And he said, Whence knowest thou me? And here I seen him, his trouble, his things and his stomach condition and so forth. What was right? He feels a witness of the Spirit. Is that the same Spirit that the Lord Jesus Christ promised us that would be here in the last days? God bless you, my brother. Go, and you're going to be a well man. And God bless you. Let us say praise the Lord, everybody. And believe with all your heart that God is sure to make well all those who believe. All right. Come now, sister. What would you say if I told you you were healed sitting there in the chair? You are, sister. Go on and be healed. Amen. Now that the audience might understand some of the people, I want some of you without any prayer cards out there to look this away. I want you to believe. The little sister that just passed by there and been suffering with that diabetes and stuff, she's going to be all right now. That now, just uh, have faith. Now, wait, a lady's looking at me here on a cot. Now, lady, I want to contact you, but just talking to you. You have no prayer card, and you're a stranger, and I don't know yet. But you're suffering with the arthritis. Is that right? It's got you crippled up, too. Isn't that right? Now, if you will believe with all your heart, and when God's miracles or things begin to happen on the platform, 
If I was in your place, I believe I would say, Jesus Christ, I accept you now. There's a man here pulling right across the lady sitting here in a wheelchair that I can't see what's happening. But I, I believe if you just accept him with all your heart, God would unbind you and you could get up and go out of the building and be a well person. Now think of that. You're trying to have faith, aren't you? You're trying to have. You have a desire in your heart, too, don't you? I see a close walk with God, to walk closer than by Him. I see that above you. A shadow light pulls around above you. Somebody else just made a, just a moment now. The Spirit of God is moving. I believe it's the lady sitting right, or the man, either right here, just, no, I believe it's the lady back there on that seat. There's something wrong blood, isn't it, sister? Ain't you anemia or something? Yeah, right there. Isn't that right? Stand up on your feet. Jesus Christ makes you well. Amen. The lady right there. There's another one right behind her, too. That's right. Stand up, lady. That's right. You're going to get over that. Now, wait a minute. The lady, your friend, sitting there by cancer case. All right. Stand up, sister. The Lord Jesus will make you well of that cancer if you just believe. Amen. Everyone reverent as you can be now. All right, sonny boy. Bring the lady. Are you a believer, sister? You believe the Holy Spirit is here now? You believe that this is what you feel is Him? I, I bless thee, my sister, for your healing in the name of Jesus Christ. Go and be well. Have faith now, everyone. Believe with all your heart. Now, little sister, how are you feeling about it this afternoon? Are you a believer? You believe that God sent me to do this for you? You, you truly believe it with all your heart? You do what would you think if I could be able, not knowing nothing about you, tell you what's wrong with you? Wonderful. Be wonderful, wouldn't it? Now look, so that you will know this to be sure. You've been this way for quite a while, haven't you? That's right. That's small. And, of course, now your eyes is astigmatism. What's causing that? Your eyes are not very good sight. That's one thing that's wrong with it. That's not all. Then you also, uh, I see that that you've never satisfied yourself in the way that you've uh, tried to serve God. You've always wanted a deeper walk with God because I see a shadow falling your path. You're suffering with a heart trouble, too. Isn't that right? It's bothering you. Isn't that right? Now, what if, is that the truth? Have I told you the truth? Now, will you accept my word as God's servant? If, that, if I know what has been in your life, do I know what will be in your life? Will you now say before God that you take him for your healer and will go along with your head up and rejoice and praise God and live as close to him as you can and be a well woman. Would you like to do that? Come forward. Our Heavenly Father, I bless this young lady. Take away all the things. She's pressing hard, Lord, towards that goal they're trying to get there. Satan's determined to send her to a premature grave, but you're here to heal her. I bless her, Lord, that this heart trouble will leave her and she'll be a a well woman in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, you believe it. Aren't you? Even remove your glasses, sister, and go off the platform. Bless you. Let's say praise the Lord, everyone. Now, it's her hearing. See that? In your, your eyes are very bad. You're going blind. And you believe that God will make you well? With all your heart? See somebody standing there crossing me up then. I happened to catch it just before it got into there. I see what now you're uh, going blind. And Jesus Christ is here to give you your sight, Mother. Do you believe that? I do. With all your heart. I do with all now, Mother, you may be a little aged, but God loves you. When I hold your hand, I think of my own dear mother at home tonight. 
is praying for me. She does every night. And one of the greatest Mother Day blessings you could receive right now, outside of your, your salvation, which you have, it, you would be to be able to see good and get around again. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Be wonderful. Now, Mother dear, uh, I know that one of these days that you and I are to stand before our Lord Jesus. Now, I'm going to ask him to heal you, and you believe that what I have told about him is the truth. Yes. And I want you to bow your head now. My father, as a dear mother leans her head on my shoulder, weeping, blind, Satan has did this evil to her, nerves give away in her eyes, and she's gone blind. But thou art here to restore her sight, Father. She's standing so humbly and submissive tonight, I'm thinking of Sarah of old, thinking of blind Barnabas at the gate, the man that you spit on clay and anointed his eyes. And now, Father, if you were here tonight in a body of flesh standing among us, she'd run, lean her head over on your shoulder. You'd bless her, dear Father. And I know my, I'm a very poor substitute. But, dear God, if you were looking for righteousness, where would it be found? So, Father, I bless her that you'll give her her sight again. In the name of thy Son, Jesus, may this blind spirit lead this aged mother, and may she be able to see now. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Now, Mother, I want you to look here to me. You see me? You see me good? Yeah. I want you to put your finger on my nose just so that you know well, that. I can, can you see my fingers? I can partially see you anyway. All right. Could you see my fingers now? Oh, yeah. You can see them? How many do I have up? One. Well, how many now? Two. There you are, Mother. You have your sight. What has happened? Satan... A blind spirit. Now the Bible said when the deaf and dumb spirit, now the doctor would say it was, it was your eardrums went dead or your eyes went dead, the nerves, you know. But listen, what it is, the only thing he says, the nerve went dead, but what made it die? There was something taking a hold of it supernaturally. It didn't die all over your body. It just died there. All right. Now, if I had a transparent band around my hand holding it like that, shut circulation off, Steve. Well, then... All the salve I put on the fingers wouldn't help it. The thing to do is get this loose so nature can flow again. Is that right? Well, the energy of the, the sight, the optical nerve, wasn't flowing in your eye because a supernatural being, a demon, a blind spirit, had caught your nerve and holding it. See? Now he's gone. That's the reason you see better. You're going to be all right. Can you see good now all right? She says she sees well now. God bless you, my mother. Walk the platform by yourself, rejoicing and praising God. Let us say praise be to God. How do you do, sister? Come forward. You want to be healed of your eyes also, don't you? Do you believe God, if he can make that woman who is almost blind, and that last night totally blind, can he give you your sight, sister? Now, what I want you to do is to believe that this which is near now is to bless you. Now, if you will believe with all your heart that God will do it, he'll flow right down to you and heal you and bless you and take that uh, away from you. 
your eyes are, are going bad. They're getting worse constantly. Isn't that right? The same thing. It's a power of the devil, sister, that's shutting off. Doctors can do no more about it because, see, it, it's over. It's even said so. Now, when that is just shutting off the nerve there, the optical nerve, the energy won't flow through it no more. Now, the nerve's not shut off in your hand or, or not nowhere else. It's in your eye. If it was in your ears, then you couldn't hear it. Now, the doctor would say the nerve is dead. Of course, he just works on the five senses. But Jesus said, when the deaf spirit went out of the man, the deaf spirit, when the blind spirit went out of the man, see, he, it's a spirit, supernatural. Now, do you believe that upon the authority of God's word that I have been sent here to pray a prayer of faith for you that will cast that spirit away from you and you'll get well? Come forward, my sister. Oh, God, think a white cane in her hand on the street. This is the hour. Oh, God, seeing a vision there that they turned her down and nothing can be done, but thou can heal her. Satan, leave the woman, thou blind spirit. Come out of her in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You believe now? Well, remove your glasses and go on. There she goes without her glasses, and she was... All right. Everyone come forward. Everyone believe with all your heart. How do you do, sister? I see you're wearing glasses also. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Now, we'll... Now, I want you to, to look to, at me. Now, we're strangers, aren't we, sister? I'm not trying. Just enough that I can see what's wrong with you, and then we'll go right ahead. Now, I want to... To, to speak to you, just enough to contact. No, but it's not your eyes that you're interested in. You have arthritis, don't you? Isn't that right? All right, I want you to come here just a moment. Our Heavenly Father, Satan has bound our sister, but thou art here to deliver her. Turn her loose, Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out from the woman. Now, will you obey me as God's servant? Raise up your hands in the name of the Lord Jesus. Stomp your feet up and down like this. The arthritis has gone. You, oh, amen. I hear She is not sick no more by arthritis. God has healed her from it. Not only that, but her eyes also is healed. Which was the statism that's gone. Cataracts behind the eye. Now, everyone be reverent. Believe with all your heart. Have faith in God, and God shall bring it to pass. All right, bring the lady in. All right. How do you do, sister? <clears throat> I, I see you're reading a, a paper here, Ben, uh, the congressman's testimony in there. That was wonderful, wasn't it, Mother? I haven't read it yet. It's very fine. <clears throat> yes, ma'am. You have several things wrong. Isn't that right? The kidney trouble's been bothering you for time, and old female arteries. To, and then you have arthritis also, don't you, sister? I see you trying to get out of the bed at morning. You get stiffened that over the night. Isn't that right? That's right. Raise up your hands, Jesus Christ. Makes you whole right now, sister. Step your feet up down like this. Stop them up. Don't be afraid. Move your feet up and down like that. That's right, mother. Go off the platform saying thank you, dear Jesus. It's over. Let us say praise be to God. Our sister's healed. That's right. Now, everyone reverent as you come. All right, just a moment. Let me have this one more, if you will, under the discernment. 
That's what you wanted me to say anyhow. You were wondering. Now, don't be nervous, you see. You have been nervous for some time. Now, this that you feel now, sister, it's nothing to harm you. It's something to help you. It's something that will help you. It's the angel of God. It frightens your, your soul, of course. Now, you're extremely nervous, aren't you? You've had that since you're coming out of the menopause now. You've been in for some time. Isn't that right? Exactly right. Get real weary feelings come over you. Isn't that true? And another thing. Have you got sugar diabetes, too, in your blood? Is that true? That is right. All right. A kidney trouble. It's been bothering you. Get sore and tired. In the evening late, you go sit down in a chair. Is that, isn't that right? God bless you, Mother. Go off the platform and be well. In the name of the Let us say praise the Lord. Everyone reverend. Uh, just a minute. Like over this audience now, this looks like kind of a milky looking, kind of like a creamy look is hanging in the building. Uh, it's the Holy Spirit. And, and friends, it's just all over you. And it, it, you can be healed if you just believe it. Now, if I can, if God help me, I'm going to try to pray for the audience. Now, see, we got some people down here in the wheelchairs. I'm going to come down and pray for you. Uh, don't let me get too weak before I get to those people in the chairs. Now, now, sister, while you're there on the cot, try, I'm trying to see you, if I possibly can. I don't know what's happening too, between here. See, it's got me shut off. Now, try to believe with all your heart. And you there with the crutches, my brother, in the chair. Have faith now. Believe with all your heart. Now, will everyone help me pray for these people while we pray? Father, bless our dear sister tonight. And may she be healed now and leave this feeling well in the name of Jesus Christ. How do you do, little sister? Oh, my. What's, you know what? You want me to tell your trouble? It's curvature of the spine, isn't that right? All right. God bless this poor little girl, and may she get well in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh. God bless this little girl, Father. I pray that you heal her and make her well in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You believe she'll be all Come, sister. Father, I pray that you will bless our sister and make her well. In the name of Jesus Christ, I ask that. Amen. God bless you, sister. All right, come, lady. Father, I pray that you will bless our sister and make her well as I bless her. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. How did you, sister? Yes. You, you have faith, don't you? You believe that the arthritis has left you, sister, already. You crazy, crazy. You likewise, sister. Go believing now with all your heart and receive it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Everyone believe with all your heart. All right. You believe it'll leave him if I ask. In the name of Jesus Christ, may the little fellow be healed and mother also. Go now. He's going to get our troubles. Go to leave him. You'll be all right. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I ask for the healing of my sister. In Jesus' name, God bless you, sister. You believe, sister, with all your heart. In the name of the Jesus Christ, I ask. Amen. Now that's come, sister. You believe him with all your heart. Amen. All right. If you will, God will let you get over the heart trouble. In the name of Amen. Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You believe, my brother. Oh, God, I bless my brother for the healing of his body. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Amen. You believe, my brother, with all your heart. Something happened. I must tell you this thing. 
because you, you can't get over it unless, unless I tell you. And if I tell you, you accept me as God's prophet, you have something you're hanging on to that you don't give up. Isn't that right? A habit that you have that you must give up for it. That's exactly cool. Amen. Bless you. All right. Will you believe my sister? In the name of Jesus Christ, I bless you, sister, for your healing. Amen. Go believe me now and you shall have your healing. All right. Do you believe my sister? So many things. Weary, premature menopause, arthritis, and just also, isn't that right? So bad. Go and be healed, sister. Our Lord Jesus. All right. Come, sister dear. Heavenly Father, bless our sister and healer just now in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Are you believing, sister? In the name of Jesus Christ, I bless thee for thy healing. Holy rejoice now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You believe now, sister, in the name of Jesus Christ, I ask him to heal you just now and be made well. We'll say thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, audience, people, you, you go to thanking God as soon as you leave here. Say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Everybody reverence. Hallelujah. Now, you believe, sister, in the name of the Lord Jesus, heal our Amen. sister for your glory. Amen. All right. Now, sister, what do you think about it? Do you believe with all your heart? Just a moment. It's kind of talking there, kind of shaking me a little. Look this way just a moment. I see something strange working on you. That you're a little scary, aren't you? You're, well, what it is is the time of life that you're in. You have a female disorder, so now I want you to go and be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. You believe, sister, in the name of Jesus Christ, I ask for your healing. Lord, and I go rejoicing, being happy. All right, do you believe, sister? Would you like to eat like you used to? Isn't that right? And have a good stomach again? God bless you. Go and do just as you want to do it. In the name of Jesus Christ. All right. You want to be over the female trouble, don't you, sister? Be made well. Go ahead. God bless you. Praise you. Let us say praise the Lord. I just can't hardly get All right. God bless you, brother. Go eat what you want to now and be of a good courage, and God's going to bless you and make you well. All right, brother, if you believe with all your heart, you'll be made well, your eyesight will come to you good. God bless our brother in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. God bless you, sister. Come now. You want to get well, don't you? Know your heart, brother. In the name of Jesus Christ, may she be good. Oh, he's crazy. What about now? Everybody. You want know to get in there? Is this all of them? Have you got a few more left? I'm coming down to a and you can go right on crazy. He's going to bring the rest of them to you. Bring the lady right on. Come on, sister dear. Oh. Heavenly Father, I pray that you will bless our sister and make her well in Jesus Christ's name. Praise her. I don't let them know your name. Christ, is that right? Yes. Now you go, you're blessed of God, and you're going to get well, sister. God bless you. Amen. All right, my sister. Oh, many things are suffering. Heart trouble, having a bad, nervous condition. Oh, dear God, I pray that you heal our sister and make her well. In the name of Jesus Christ. I see you're on a crutch. 
What do you think about this? You believe it to be the truth? You do. Now, I, I can't heal you, my brother, but I'll be able to know what's wrong with you. If you believe me as God's prophet, do you believe that with all your heart? You do. That which is now your feeling and the spirit mind, that's the angel of God. Your trouble is unknown to man. You just get real weak, don't you? Just get weak, awful weak. And you walk on that? About a, a little bit of peace of time, then you just get out and sit down. Is that right? That's right. How would I know that you were doing like that? Only through vision. is the only way that I know, because I don't know yet. Is that right? What it is your nerve system is give down, brother, in your spine. Now come here just a moment. Oh, God bless this man. Give him strength. You said let him that's weak say I'm strong. Granted, Lord, is our blessing in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I want you to walk off the platform, take your old cup and throw it down there and go on home. Amen. Or do you believe, my brother? In the name of our Lord Jesus, heal my brother. Amen. You believe, sister? In the name of the Lord Jesus, heal my sister. Amen. Do you believe, sister? In the name of Jesus Christ, receive your healing. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive your healing, my sister. Rejoicing now. You believe in sister. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive your healing. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right, let's all say praise the Lord. Just raise up your hands and praise him. All right. Now, there's a group of people sat down here in the wheelchairs that we haven't got to. Now, I want everybody to pray with me. Now, these people doesn't have prayer cards, and I'm just going down to pray for them anyhow, because they, they're sitting here. Some of them, I think one or two has prayer cards. And I want to pray with them. I want my minister brothers to join in with me. Now, I'll be able to tell each one of them how it happened and all about it. But to heal you, I can. But now I want to ask you something. Will you accept my Lord Jesus as your healer if I come pray for you? Let some of the ministers line up here with them so also that they can, they can be in on this to hold. I want the audience to be reverent. God may perform some mighty miracles right here. I just sit crippled in the afflicted, real crippled and twisted up so that they can't get out. Just let them sit down here. Now, everyone reverent, let some of the ministers stand right back here. Christian friends, how many will join with me in prayer while I'm down here ministering to these people? Will you believe with me with all your heart? Will you be reverent and keep your head bowed and be in prayer? And we're asking our Lord Jesus to heal these sick. And what if this was your people sitting here? Some of them all twisted up and, and crippled and some totally blind holding canes in their hands. I believe our Lord Jesus will heal them. Now, everyone be seated, all but the cripples. Just the cripples here now. Just, uh, he just wants a few ministers here. The rest of you be seated so all the people can see. See, you're obstructing a view of these people here. That's right. I'll keep praying. The only way that you can see God move is by faith in Him. Everyone keep praying and believing God. Amen. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Amen.
Put yourself in this in the place of each one here. Yeah. He said that he, he wanted uh, everyone to sit down because the people in the back cannot see. Yeah, here's a bunch right here in the... Yes. Uh, you ministers, come in on this side of them. Come in on this side. That's the way. You minister, just stand right in on this side between me and them. Yes. Now to you that's crippled and all twisted and afflicted here, my heart goes out for you. When you see me here on the platform, pronounce blessings upon some of the people. There's been several of them here that all crippled and twisted up has been healed. You've heard of that. For instance, Mr. Upshaw here that was crippled for 66 years, there's not a one of you that was in the condition that he was in since a little boy and tried to be healed when he was 17 years old when he had his back first broke. He's like President Roosevelt, our late president, from his waist down is where it had him. I only could do, as God told me to do, to see a vision and tell him about it, what would happen. Not only he, but others have sat here in wheelchairs. It's not in wheelchairs tonight that's been healed. Many of you know that. Phoenix, week before last, and how that God take them from the wheelchairs. When I'm standing here, I'm watching you. I could tell you what was wrong with you, but the reason I don't some, most of the time speak to wheelchair cases, somebody say, well, anybody could look down there and say that man was crippled. That's right. My ministry doesn't lay so much in that. It's to see a healthy person and then tell them what's wrong. Healthy-looking person. And if you'll notice it, and tonight, the audience, to you strangers, I've tried to keep it back just as much as possible to retain my strength to come down to pray for these people. Now, I'm going to ask you something. Do you believe that I've told the truth, you cripples and things? It, I, I'm going to come down and, and, and ask God to bless you and pray for you, each individual. And I want you to believe that God's going to let you get well. Now, he may do it right now. If you feel that the faith that you're going to stand up, all right. If you do not, well, then believe that he's going to heal you. If you've got that much faith, it'll take a long time to bring it out. But Jesus said, according to your faith, be it unto you. But now, if you have great faith, you'll be able to be healed right then. I see some blind men sitting here with canes. I want you to believe, and I want all the audience, what if this is your dad and mother or somebody sitting here? Now, let's be sincere. Only thing I can do is go pray for them. Now, if they want to know what's wrong and what happened, God will reveal that. That can be done. But they want to be prayed for. And they believe if I'll come pray for them, God will let them get well. And I believe if they'll believe it with all their heart, it'll happen right now. And if they will do it. And if it doesn't right now, don't be discouraged. It may be in a, a half hour from now. It may be in a week from now. I don't know. But it'll be if you believe it. According to your faith, be it unto you. If that's scripture, let the audience say amen. amen. Now you believe with all your heart. How many times we've seen him out of the insane institution and 
in straight jackets and things, and they're home now and normal people, see, and all kinds of afflictions. Now the minister brothers are going to be praying while I'm praying. I wonder if the audience will do the likewise. If you'll bow your head, Brother Hall, you stay at the microphone here, and Sonny Boy, if you'll go with me down in the line. I'm wanting God to call my boy to pray for the sick, and I'm wanting to see something happen first to vindicate it, you see. I want him to be with me when this is going on. All right, you be talking to the audience. Amen. Friends, it's no harder for the Lord to heal these than it is anyone else. Isn't that right? For he does all things at ease. He paid the price for everyone. I want you just to believe God. Don't anyone stand up and get in the road of others, as they say, or they want to see as well as you. But we want everyone to stay right in place and be reverent now while our brother is ministering to these sick. Dear Lord, everyone pray. reverend as you can be. I do believe that God has blessed each one of you for your healing. This man here is testing his eyes back and forth here that was blind. Another lady putting her feet outside of the wheelchair here, a colored lady. She's going to be up from there in a few minutes. Here's another lady who's got up. All right, I just Everyone reverent, the Holy Spirit has, the people are blessed, I believe, with all my heart. Now, I want the audience to stand up, everyone in the building, minister, friends. I want you to walk forward now and put your hands upon the, upon the afflicted. My minister, brothers here, walk forward and lay your hands on them so you can assist them in helping them in their faith to raise up from the wheelchairs and be healed. Now, I want everyone to raise your hands to God like this while we pray. Now, lady, the colored lady here, I want you to rise up from there, and this lady here and over there, I want you to believe now with all your heart. All Christians pray. Now, Father, we have blessed these people in thy name, knowing this one thing that thou hast promised, that whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them. If you could take that poor woman that was bound and twisted there on that cot, out of that cot, you can take every one of them, Lord. Grant just now that they can be healed and made well. Hear the prayer of your humble servant, Father. Now, grant it, Lord. Satan, you who bound these people, they have been prayed over. God's blessing's been asked over them. You're a loser. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up from there. There comes a lady paralyzed out of the chair, coming up, raised up. Look at her, coming out of the wheelchair, walking with that. Praise the Lord. Here comes another one up. Another lady paralyzed in the wheelchair, standing up, praising God. Let's raise your hands, giving God praise everywhere. That's right. Rise up over there. In the name of the Lord Jesus, stand on your feet. Little boy, stretch forth your hand there and be made well. 
wheelchairs and move back. People are falling in the wheelchairs and having a glorious... Hallelujah! Praise be to God!